Hey everybody, welcome back to the JP2 Generation Podcast. This is episode 8. I'm your host, Tom Perna. Uh, it's been just about a week, actually, since my last podcast. Uh, been a little crazy with just kind of Easter and the East being in the Easter season. And uh, this week just kind of got away from me and um, just kind of focusing really on my family during this quarantine, which actually I'm really quite sick and tired of. I, I know why we're doing it, but I'm at a point where I'm like, you know what? We need to reopen up. We need to open up, not reopen up. We need to open up the U.S. economy. So I'm hoping that um, the, 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 what we did during this time, I, I looked at my calendar. It's been 31 days since... Um, the church, since the churches here in the Diocese of Phoenix stopped having public masses. Um, so it's, I'm hoping that it's going to end soon um, because it's, we really need to open up our, our economy and, and people really need to get back to work. Um, so I'm hoping that this ends soon. Uh, but so I've been really just this week, I've been focusing on my family, uh, my wife and my son, uh, the one good thing I will say that came of this is a lot of praying together. Uh, we've added quite a few prayers to our daily routine, uh, and especially since we're both home because I've uh, currently lost my, um, I'm still looking for work. I lost my position at the parish. Uh, we're both home, which has its challenges, but definitely uh, has been a blessing as well. Uh, I love my wife dearly. She's the best thing that's ever happened to me. So, as well as my as my first son too. So, uh, it's definitely something that, um, although it's been difficult at times, um, it's been a blessing as well. Today, I wanted to focus on something that I I absolutely love that we get the a part of the Easter season that I really love. It's actually my favorite part of the Easter season. It's, it's the hearing of the, it's hearing so much acts of the apostles, uh, in, in mass, in daily mass and in the Sunday masses. Um, I love the acts of the apostles. I think it's a great book in the new Testament. And, um, it's, it's really one of my favorite because of the, the importance it plays, obviously explaining the early church. Not sure if you guys know, but I teach for the Kino Catechetical Institute. I'm an adjunct instructor. The uh, Kino Catechetical Institute is based at the uh, Diocesan Pastoral Center. And for the last six years, this was my sixth year, literally right before we went into this quarantine, I finished up my uh, sixth year teaching what is called the New Testament 2 course, which starts with Acts of the Apostles, goes into Paul or St. Paul, the letters of St. Paul, the Catholic letters in the book of Revelation, all in five weeks. Um, when I teach the class, I teach it at like a 35,000 foot overview because um, you can ask any of the priests that you know, but um, we, um, you know, most people, most priests, uh, they've taken whole 15 week courses on just St. Paul alone. So, the work that um, I do is try to try to give my students a thirty-five thousand foot overview of this second part of the new the New Testament. the The class before me goes through the Gospels, 
So I kind of wanted to share, because we're reading so much and we're hearing so much of the Acts of the Apostles, I just wanted to briefly kind of just share with you some thoughts uh, from my class. The first, this is actually comes from the first class, um, uh, just some brief thoughts on Acts of the Apostles. If you're interested, you can actually listen to all of my lectures um, that I've um, done in the past as well on this station. Uh, if you just kind of scroll down, you'll see I've got their longer podcasts uh, because they're the, they're essentially the three hours that I teach for the Kino in the Kino Catechetical Institute. And if you think I'm kind of whispering a little bit tonight, I am whispering. It's ten fifty. It's about ten fifteen or so uh, here in Phoenix, and I'm in what used to be my office, which is our guest room, and across the hall. Uh, is my son is asleep. So I got to kind of like keep my voice down and kind of talk quietly. Because if I wake up my son doing this, my wife's not going to be happy with me. So <laughs> so uh, kind of an overview of Acts of the Apostles is that uh, the author is St. Luke. Okay, so if you're not, if you, you know, St. Luke, the gospel writer, is also the writer of Acts of the Apostles. It's actually the second part of his of his great prose, um, it's believed to be written somewhere about somewhere between sixty three and sixty five A.D. Saint Luke is actually or was a physician, uh, was actually a doctor um, in the early in the early centuries. Saint Jerome says this about him: all that he says is an ailment for the soul. Um, kind of beautiful. To think about everything that Saint Luke gives to Saint Luke gives to us, it it's it's medicine for our soul. Um, again, it's the second volume of the two volume work. Continues with the life of Jesus and moves into the early days of the church. Uh, even though it's a history book, it's not just a history book. It is a teaching book as well. Just as the other gospel writers, we see that Saint Luke is a theologian. Um, you have to remember that the gospel writers. They're telling a readable story about the life of Christ, but they are theologians. They are giving us the theology, kind of an early theology of the church. Uh, he was a good historian who checked, evaluated, and collected all his sources very well. And when we, when we read uh, Acts of the Apostles uh, against St. Paul's letters, the history seems very accurate. The theme of the Acts of the Apostles is essentially the reliable history of the first 30 years of the church from the ascension of Jesus Christ to Paul's imprisonment in Rome. And we see, we see this growth of the kingdom of God, which is another big theme that we see in uh, Acts of the Apostles. One of the, other, one of the other themes is obviously repentance, conversion, and baptism. But this other thing, this other big theme is the growth of the kingdom of God. Um, and it's kind of, we had what's called like a literary boomerang because we see it in the beginning of Acts. Jesus is talking about the kingdom of God with the apostles. And then at the end of Acts of the Apostles, we're still, we're seeing this theme of the kingdom of God. Saint uh, Paul is talking about the kingdom of God. And we see how important the church is in all of this, that the church is the same thing as the kingdom of God. Um, and it's this, this, um, the way it was always explained to me was that, you know, the, um, 
the kingdom of God is like an upside down iceberg where you have what's like a, there's a visible line and that's kind of our visible reality. And what we see is earth. We see kind of, you know, a part of the kingdom, but above the visible reality, which is this why it's kind of an upside down iceberg, because this part of the kingdom is above what we can't see. The visible reality is that the, um, that the purgatory and heaven are also part of the kingdom of God. So we get this, this idea of the heavenly Jerusalem that's occurring within the Acts of the Apostles. Okay, so a big theme, again, is the kingdom of God. And we see it at the beginning, and then we see it at the end as well. And then the summary kind of focuses on, uh, you know, our, our summary has, there's multiple parts, there's four parts. But right now, I'm just going to kind of just briefly explain the introduction and then the first part, because that's essentially what we're seeing for really the first few weeks. A lot of the, a lot of the, um, a lot of the first readings from Mass on Sundays and during the week are coming from the first eight chapters. So the introduction is kind of a connection to the Gospel of Luke. The prologue kind of harks back to the Gospel of Luke, uh, Luke one, uh, chapter one, verses one through four, uh, and then in Acts one we get this the ascension of Jesus. And then there's also that discussion uh, going back to Luke 24, 50 through 53, um, which is the, the Last Supper. Um, in Luke's account of the Last Supper, we see Jesus talking about the, um, about the, uh, about, you know, kind of eating in the kingdom. And, he, you know, he's, he's staying with the apostles and then eventually he ascends into heaven. The, the, the at chapter 1, verse 12, through chapter 7, verse 60 is really the first part of the Acts of the Apostles. We see the church in Jerusalem, uh, the life of the early Christian life in Jerusalem. We see Matthias's election because Judas is now dead. He, he hung himself. Uh, they elect Matthias. We see Pentecost. Oh, my God. Gosh, do I love Pentecost, and I love teaching about Pentecost. Um, it is one of my favorite things to talk about when it comes to... I'm still having some issues with my recording device here, so sorry for the distraction there. I love Pentecost, and I'm hoping to do more of a video teaching and a podcast when Pentecost comes, because I've given whole talks on Pentecost and I might actually just do it online for everybody one night. Maybe a Facebook Live or something. I don't know. We'll see. We'll, we'll see if I have the courage to do that. So, But Pentecost is amazing. Uh, we see miracles start to happen in the early church. We see the preaching of the twelve. There's an increase in numbers of people coming to the church. And we also see the election of, of what, we, what we, you know, the first deacons. Uh, where St. Stephen, um, you know, is elected by the apostles. He's one of the seven that are elected. Um, you know, this persecution comes uh, against the, uh, against the um, Christians. And, and obviously we see the martyrdom of Stephen kind of at the end of, of chapter 7. Uh, we, that's kind of where we conclude that first part. And then really the end of chapter 1, the end of the first part of Acts of the Apostles is the church starts to move out of Jerusalem. And from there, the church starts to move towards Pente uh, towards uh, Antioch. 
So that's kind of the, a little bit of the about Acts of the Apostles. Um, I don't want to go too long tonight um, b- because my battery's kind of <laughs> running low on my device here. So, uh, but I just wanted to kind of give you some insight about the about the Acts of the Apostles. Uh, feel free to reach out, shoot me an email if you're if you have any questions about the Acts of the Apostles. I love talking about this book. So, um, since this is the JP two generation, let's end in prayer focusing on the prayer that JP2 has given us um, called the prayer for healing beneath the cross of the crucified King. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Amen. Scripture teaches us for the message of the cross is complete absurdity to those who are headed for ruin, but to us who are being saved it is the power of God. We preach Christ crucified. Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God. For the foolishness, uh, the foolishness of God is wiser than men and the wickedness of God is stronger than men. Holy God, Holy Mighty One, Holy Immortal One, have mercy on us. May the power of your love once more be shown to be greater than evil that threatens it, may be shown to be greater than suffering. May the power of your cross, O Christ, be shown to be greater than the author of sin, who is called the Prince of this world. For for by your blood and your passion, you have redeemed the world. Amen. Pope St. John Paul II, Pray for us. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. We'll talk to you guys soon. Have a wonderful weekend. God bless.